Welcome to High on Healthy, energized by A6 Wellness. Each week, you will learn of the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Now, here's your personal advocate for living a healthy and active lifestyle, Audrey Kerger. Thank you for joining me today on High on Healthy, energized by A6 Wellness. I'm your hostess, Audrey Kerger, and my guest today is Justin Kander. Justin is a medical cannabis activist who is focused on educating people about the use of cannabis extracts to directly treat cancer. He has shown peer-reviewed studies indicating the ability of phytocannabinoids like tetrahydrocannabinol, also known as THC, and cannabidiol, also known as CBD, to kill or inhibit virtually all major forms of cancer in cell and animal models. As importantly, he talks about how our own internally produced endocannabinoids like anandamide kill cancer cells through similar mechanisms as phytocannabinoids, which is greatly increases the chances of preclinical research would extend to humans. Now, Justin has authored several titles, which are all available on Amazon, and I'd like to mention them now. The first is Cannabis for the Treatment of Cancer, the Anti-Cancer Activity of Phytocannabinoids and Endocannabinoids. The second, Enhancing Your Endocannabinoid System. The third, Cannabis Prohibition, How the World's Worst Drug Policy Has Suppressed Solutions for Disease, Hunger, Climate Change, and More. Fourth, being free of pharmaceuticals through nutrition, exercise, and meditation. Fifth, the comprehensive report on the cannabis extract movement and the use of cannabis extracts to treat diseases. Justin Kander has shared several anecdotal cases of terminal cancers going into remission with the use of cannabis extracts, as well as work from doctors and caregivers who have treated many patients and seen success. Justin, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to be here. So I have so many questions for you today, and I just wanted to begin with, why does an herb seem to so greatly affect our bodies and our minds? The reason why cannabis especially has such a profound effect on us is because of the system that it works through. We all have cannabinoid receptors all through our bodies. The two kinds are CB1, which are mainly found in the brain and central nervous system, while CB2 are primarily found in the immune system. But both receptors are found virtually throughout the entire body, and cannabis works by activating these receptors which stimulates physiological benefits in us. And it is because of the widespread nature and function of these receptors that it has such a powerful effect. Wow. So how can one herb help so many different conditions? So it goes to the nature of what those receptors do. The reason that we have the cannabinoid receptors is not to necessarily interact with the phytocannabinoids like THC and CBD in cannabis, but to interact with the endogenous cannabinoids that our bodies produce. So the overall function, as is suggested by a wide range of research, is that the function of the endocannabinoid system is to maintain homeostasis or balance throughout the body. And one of the most 
profound examples of that is the communication between neurons. So we all know that we have many different neurotransmitters in the brain, such as serotonin, dopamine, epinephrine, um, GABA, all kinds of different neurotransmitters. But um, basically, when neurons communicate, it goes from the presynaptic neuron to the postsynaptic neuron. For example, when a presynaptic neuron will send serotonin across the synapse to the next neuron, and then that is how neural communication works by the transfer of these neurotransmitters. And one of the major ways endocannabinoids work is by going backwards from the postsynaptic neuron to the presynaptic neuron. So for example, if you've ever felt really stressed out and just out of loop, um, the biochemical basis of that is that your neurons are firing too quickly and things are out of balance. So endocannabinoids are formed that tell the neurons that are sending the neurochemical signals to slow down. So it basically creates that balance so that there is the right amount of neurotransmission going on. So stress is something that we all experience and can all understand. And when you just take the time to, um, to let the endocannabinoids go to work, that can help take, take down the stress response. But also, of course, many people use cannabis to relieve stress because that is also activating those cannabinoid receptors that slows down neurotransmission. And there are many, many other examples of these cannabinoid receptors and endocannabinoids exerting these homeostatic effects. Like in the immune system, if there is too much inflammation and the immune system is overactive, the activation of the CB2 receptor can slow down the immune system. So yeah, those are two good examples of the homeostatic function from both the CB1 and the CB2 receptor. That's unbelievable. So can you tell me how can it provide both palliative and curative actions? Interestingly enough, both of those benefits derive from the activation of the cannabinoid receptors. So for example, for fighting pain and stress, a lot of that comes from activating the CB1 receptor, which can help with stopping the signals of pain as well as imparting psychoactivity, which helps people disconnect from the pain and handle it better. But activating those receptors can also have direct anti-cancer effects. So both CB1 and CB2 receptor activation on cancer cells leads to the apoptosis or programmed cell death of those cancer cells. So it just depends in... Um, it just depends where those receptors are being activated. So CB1 receptor activation on the cancer cell will kill that cancer cell, whereas CB1 receptor activation in the brain will cause psychoactivity and analgesia, so that will have the palliative effect. So interestingly enough, it is the same, the same receptor in some cases that imparts both the palliative and the curative effects. This is fabulous information. Thank you so much for sharing all of this with our listeners. I'm sure we are all learning a lot. So my next question for you, Justin, is how can it be so safe while offering such powerful effects? You know, we've heard that, you know, taking drugs 
through pharmaceutical is actually always going to have a side effect, but this seems to be so safe. Indeed, and one of the huge reasons for the unparalleled safety of cannabis is the location of the cannabinoid receptors. As I said, they are located virtually all throughout the body, but one of the places they are conspicuously absent is the brainstem, and that is the reason why opiate medications can cause a fatal overdose because there are opiate receptors in the brainstem and overstimulating them will cause the um, cause your breathing to slow down too much as the brainstem is the part of the brain that controls your breathing. But there are um, virtually no cannabinoid receptors in that region, so you cannot have a fatal overdose. And beyond that, there is some it just seems that THC does not have the strength to activate the receptor strongly enough to cause any kind of serious problems. There are other types of cannabinoids, like the synthetic cannabinoids, that are used in the lab and which many people may have heard of um, being sold in gas stations as spice and similar products that people, um, people smoke as a cannabis substitute. And those synthetic cannabinoids are stronger activators of the cannabinoid receptors that's basically too strong, and those can cause permanent and serious side effects. But for some reason, THC doesn't have the capability to overstimulate cannabinoid receptors to a permanently destructive level. Now, there can definitely be negative side effects to using high doses of THC, either acutely or chronically using too much THC at once and overstimulating the receptors can cause nausea and paranoia and vomiting and anxiety. But all of these side effects go away after the THC is metabolized and there are no permanent side effects. We need to take a short break, but when we come back, we will continue our discussion with Justin Kander author, educator, and activist for the cannabis industry. More when High Unhealthy returns in a minute. Awaken, adjust, and aspire to hear more High Unhealthy after this short rest break. Cannabis legalization efforts are increasing competition for businesses wanting to make it big. In this complex and fast-changing environment, only the savviest will survive. What are you going to do to stay ahead of the game? Enter New Frontier's free platform, Equio, the premier business intelligence, visualization, and marketing platform for the cannabis industry. With Equio, you can stay on top of your store sales, trends, and competition, better understand your seasonality and broader sales trends, Identify and compare your top products and categories and cross-buying opportunities. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. That's E-Q-U-I-O to sign up now. The power of real-time big data is now in your hands. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. 
industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. We don't limit how much you smoke, and we don't limit where you listen. Cannabis Radio is now on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Let's get back to getting high on healthy, energized by A6 Wellness, only on CannabisRadio.com. Thank you for joining me today on High on Healthy, energized by A6 Wellness. I'm your hostess, Audrey Kerger, and my guest today is Justin Kander. Justin is presently the head of research and development for Aunt Zelda's, the nonprofit medical cannabis edibles company co-founded by Mara Gordon, and he also is the head writer for IllegallyHealed.com. And speaking of writing, Justin has authored five books, all of that can be found on Amazon. Justin, we were just speaking about not being able to really overdose with THC, just getting some bad side effects that go away without permanent effect. And I wanted to ask now about what is the endogenous cannabinoid system? What is this system in our bodies that we're talking about? Great question. I've alluded a little bit to it, but essentially the endocannabinoid system or endogenous cannabinoid system is a collection of cannabinoid receptors, primarily CB1, mainly located in the brain, and CB2, mainly located in the immune system, as well as the endogenous cannabinoids that we produce that naturally activate those receptors. So there's anandamide, which was the first endocannabinoid discovered, and uh, as well as 2-AG. And anandamide and 2-AG are the two primary endocannabinoids we have. There are about four others that are the primary endocannabinoids and potentially hundreds of endocannabinoid-like compounds that work with the primary endocannabinoids to exert those homeostatic effects. So the purpose of this system is to maintain homeostasis and essentially tie all the other systems together. So this is very much a part of what's controlling almost all of our daily lives, it sounds like. So we've I've heard you mention these cannabinoid receptors. Can you tell me a little bit more about the CB1 and CB2? Indeed. So the CB1 receptors are mainly located in the brain and they help modulate the other neurotransmitters so that their levels stay balanced. 
and they have a um, one of their primary functions is a protective role. So, for example, after there is a head injury, there will be an upregulation of the receptors in the brain, as well as an increase in the endocannabinoids, and that helps protect the brain cells. So they have a very strong protective effect for the neurons, as well as balancing the neurotransmission, whereas the CB2 receptors are primarily located on the surface of immune cells, where they... The CB2 receptors are located primarily on the immune cells where their activation helps slow down their activity. And since inflammation is thought to be the root cause of many diseases of aging and contributes to a wide variety of the top killers of, of humans, including heart disease, cancer, uh, autoimmune disorders, inflammation plays a key role or is at the root of these. So the ability to limit it through one of the most natural ways possible is of great interest and people using phytocannabinoid therapy, which inherently will activate both CB1 and CB2 receptors, leads to a lot of amazing benefits. This is really phenomenal stuff that you're telling us and I Greatly appreciate it. Now, I heard you mention earlier that there are internal cannabinoids. Can you talk to me a little bit about what these are, this anandamide and 2-AG? Indeed. So these compounds are ultimately derived from fat. So they're lipid-like compounds. Specifically, they're derived from an omega-6 fatty acid called arachidonic acid. And they're actually very short-lived. And because the nature of the endocannabinoid system is to maintain homeostasis, they only come out when they're needed. So, for example, when those cells in the brain are firing too quickly and you're stressed, the postsynaptic cell will synthesize anandamide or 2-AG from the cell membrane um, using arachidonic acid as the precursor. And then those endocannabinoids will activate the cannabinoid receptors to restore balance. So these compounds are produced on demand for specific purposes to maintain balance. Wonderful. So tell me, how many cannabinoids have been found thus far and where are they found? And do you mean the phytocannabinoids or the endocannabinoids? Let's talk about the endocannabinoids first and then we'll discuss the phytocannabinoids. The endocannabinoid system was identified to begin evolving over 600 million years ago in the sea squirt and its historical age in life itself shows how important it is to the development of complex life. And indeed, all vertebrates contain endocannabinoid systems. So this is not, not exclusively limited to humans by a long shot. This system is found in all kinds of life. So it's, it's very important to the development of this complex life and being able to maintain homeostasis. So it's very, very widespread throughout the kingdom of life in the world. And let's talk about the phytocannabinoids. I know I've heard some people say that they're found on fruits and vegetables. Most people talk about what's found on the cannabis plants. Tell me a little more about that. For all practical purposes, the phytocannabinoids are only found in the cannabis plant. 
there are no other plants that produce the these cannabinoids that can so potently activate CB1 and CB2 receptors. I have heard reports that CBD is found in flax, although I don't I need to look more into that, but I I feel like I'm uh, just not sure sure about that one. For all practical purposes, as I said, they're only found in the cannabis plant. Now, a a major exception to that is the terpene beta-caryophylline. While the cannabinoids are exclusive to the cannabis plant, there's a terpene called beta-caryophylline, which is found in black pepper and some other spices, which can directly activate the CB2 receptor. So theoretically, that could be considered a phytocannabinoid because it is activating a cannabinoid receptor in the body, but it does not activate the CB1 receptor, so it can't cause psychoactivity. And it's likely that the nature of its CB2 activation is probably a little bit different than the phytocannabinoids, but um, it still it still interacts with the system. Now, I have also heard that mother's milk contains these cannabinoids. So since they're coming from a separate source than what's being made internally, are these considered phytocannabinoids or are they still considered an endocannabinoid? The mother's milk does contain endocannabinoids and specifically it is 2-AG, as I mentioned before, one of the two primary endocannabinoids that is found in mother's milk. And it's been found to be very important for the development of children and may even be one of the primary reasons why mother's milk is superior to formula, which, of course, definitely lacks cannabinoids. And it's been shown that the presence of those cannabinoids is imperative for the suckling response and other aspects of growth. So it definitely is a major benefit of mother's milk that there is such high levels of 2-AG present. Well, thanks for clarifying that for me. And I was wondering, can cannabis help us prevent diseases and promote health by stimulating this ancient system that is hardwired in all of us? Yes, there is significant evidence that it has a preventative role in many conditions. There have been a lot of surveys that found that people who use cannabis have lower rates of certain cancers especially head and neck cancers. And there's also the preclinical evidence to back that up, specifically with CBD being used to prevent the development of colon cancer in mice. So it makes sense that it it would have a preventative role since the function of the endocannabinoid system is to maintain homeostasis and thus inherently prevent disease. So if you can boost that system with phytocannabinoids, it makes sense that disease would be less likely to occur. And so far, survey data suggests that, at least with some conditions, they're less prevalent among cannabis users. Some amazing scientific discoveries have definitely gone on over the last 40 or so years. Justin, I really appreciate you uh, sharing so much with us today. Could you tell us where our listeners can follow you and learn more on this subject? Absolutely. The most important thing I want to say is I work for Aunt Zelda's, which is a producer of cannabis medicines in California, all organically produced with for the extracts organic ethanol and for the infused oils organic olive oil. And you can find us at AuntZelda's.org. 
or email me at justin at azcannaoil.com. Az like Aunt Zelda's canna like cannabis oil. Justin at azcannaoil.com. Awaken, adjust, and aspire to hear more high on healthy after this short rest break. Equio, New Frontier's cutting-edge big data platform, puts the information and answers you need right at your fingertips in real time to help you more effectively run your cannabis business. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. Again, that's www.equio.io. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents the newest and greatest podcast in the galaxy, The Real Dirt with Chip Baker, your insider industry connection to accurate and entertaining information about cannabis technology, production, cultivation, and everything in between. Rolling joints and dropping knowledge about cannabis technology, production, cultivation, and everything in between. The future of legal cannabis has arrived, and we want to give you The Real Dirt with Chip Baker. Look for new episodes at CannabisRadio.com, TheRealDirt.com, or subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Maui Wowie. Acapulco Gold. California Kush. Our strains stretch everywhere, too. This is the Cannabis Radio Network. Let's get back to getting high on healthy, energized by A6 Wellness, only on CannabisRadio.com. After we finished our interview with Mr. Kander, we continued rolling and we had a little chat. We thought this information was so imperative that we would share it with you now. I've been involved with cannabis for cancer for almost nine years. And, you know, the number one retort you'll hear anyone say is, you know, we need a placebo controlled trial. There haven't been any placebo controlled trials. That's the number one thing I've heard since basically day one back in 2008. And just two days ago, so February 7th, GW Pharmaceuticals announced results from a placebo controlled trial of patients using THC and CBD, along with chemotherapy for glioblastoma, which is one of the most aggressive brain tumors in existence. And they found that the people in the THC CBD group had an 83% one-year survival rate compared with 53% in the placebo group, which is the first placebo-controlled trial showing that cannabis has an anti-cancer effect. So this is no longer anecdotal. There is placebo-controlled evidence, and that just backs up the massive quantities of anecdotal and the exceptionally strong scientific evidence that exists. Yes, I was actually uh, reading that, that you had just posted that on Facebook. 
Indeed, I, I did. It's very I was, exciting. Yes. Oh my goodness, it is so exciting because, yes, I um, I've been educating as well, and most people try to say there's not enough research. I'm like, there's more research than anything I've ever seen on any <laughs> other thing in the whole world. <laughs> so, I know it's ironic. I'm like, I've never seen so much research on anything. They'll give the, your baby Zoloft and they don't, it's like doing drugs and there's so many, there's no research on that in my opinion, except for people getting sick and killing themselves. So this is amazing. Um, I appreciate you sharing that with me because, you know, I have just been getting into this realm, but it seems to be something that has definitely taken on a world of its own in my life. And I really appreciate you being willing to uh, talk with me today because I'm not trying to get the word out about getting stoned. I'm really trying to get the word out about like, this is something we need to have and it's going to change the future. Cause right now our future looks very dim <laughs> with as many children that have autism and cancers and all that stuff. So. Absolutely. And, and just to, to quickly point in cannabis is also showing to be an incredible treatment for autism um, of all, all across the spectrum. So I'm really yeah, excited I know. for the I research it. into that. I actually use it with my son and I'm pretty much convinced at this point with the last two years of using um, hemp oil products and de hemp oil detoxes, baths and things like that. I think my son is just about to the point where I can say he's the poison has been completely removed from his body and he's a normal child. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, so that's actually um, why I kind of got into this realm because my son was vaccine injured and developed autism within weeks of that happening. And um, he, I believe now, even within the last like three to four months um, with the products that I've been using on him, I've completely reversed his autism. That's incredible. I'm, I'm really glad that you've been able to have that success. Thank you. And that's why I'm asking people like you to be on this show because it's more than just getting high. And there's so many people out there like in government even that are that they're focusing on, well, we should be able to do what we want, like drinking alcohol. And I'm like, we shouldn't even talk about that part of it. It's the smallest part of it. I know. Yeah, it's, it's like it's it's literally like point point zero zero one percent healing people is so much more important. And there is. um yeah, so much good that it can do. So that's definitely all I'm dedicated to. You know, there's enough. I mean, legalizing it completely is important and people's lives do get destroyed in many cases through the criminal justice system. But it still doesn't doesn't hold a candle to cancer. That's just way more important. Yes. And if it was legalized, then we wouldn't have all this um lives being ruined by going to jail for something that grows naturally all over the world. So yes, I can't wait to meet you. I'm sure we will run into each other. I uh, am friends with Rob Campia, who I have oh, a that's feeling so cool. yeah, that you're friends with. So um, just reading about you. <laughs> Put in a good word for him uh, stepping up uh, cannabis for cancer, because this is a topic that has not been touched by any of the mainstream organizations because it's been too hot. But now with this placebo controlled trial, it's become a lot, lot less controversial. So we, we all need to band together. So yeah, try to, try to, try to work on him for me. 
Oh, I will uh, be sure that I uh, push on him a little bit harder now that this study's out. He can definitely, we can all definitely say now that it has been proven 100% with the study. So that's amazing. Wonderful. Well, we have to wrap it up. But to continue this discussion, please visit a6wellness.com. Download episodes by going to cannabisradio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the show on social media by searching A6 Wellness. And we cannot forget to give a tremendous thank you to our guest today, Mr. Justin Kander. It was wonderful chatting with you and learning so much about our bodies today. And lastly, thanks to my producer, George, for another great show. Until then, awaken, adjust, aspire, affirm, action. A6 Wellness. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.